of Ash and Flow. This is Unbillable Hours, a podcast about professional services marketing. Stick around and listen to our insights, tips, and best practices to improve your firm's marketing and even your career. Welcome, everybody, to this new episode of the Unbillable Hours podcast. Mm -hmm. With us, with Ash and me here today, are two guests at once, full house, so to speak. Um, we invited uh, Thomas Robach, who is a managing director at uh, Neonex, which is a mid-sized consulting firm, I think it's fair to say, specializing in digital transformation, primarily for industrial clients. Is, would that be correct? He can answer that in a bit, because his colleague, Noah Haxel, also with us, who uh, leads marketing for the firm. Mr. Robach, Mr. Haxel, is that a fair introduction, would you say? Did I, did I get that correct? Excellent, excellent, Florian. Thank you very much. Uh, very pleased for your invitation to get here on your stage. Yeah. Uh, thank you for this opportunity, talking about marketing and sales in um, consulting business. Huh? Very important topic. Right? Yeah, and, and I think it might be of interest for the listeners to hear where how we how we met each other because we in fact we didn't i stumbled across neonex marketing which i mean that's already a job well done and what i thought was very surprising is that you on your website have very very precisely packaged solutions for very specific client needs for some of those you even quote pricing and i think that's something i've tried to recommend to other consulting firms for a long while, no one ever seems to be doing it. So I was very surprised to find a firm in Germany actually doing this, and I immediately wanted to know more. But before we get to that part, maybe you can uh, can you talk a bit more about Neonex and, and the type of work you do and for, for what kind of clients, for example? Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much for this uh, question. Yeah, actually, Neonex has been found five years ago as a corporate startup for digitalization, mm -hmm. digital transformation within the Staufen Group. Staufen is a leading German-based consultancy for lean management. Yeah. Oh, okay. We developed ourselves according to plan. The initial mission has been completed and we decided jointly end of last week that we now proceed in the market independently with strategic alliance but uh, not too much uh, shareholder involvement uh, we are currently or actually uh, stuttgart based 32 um, full-time employed consultants we have an open book and integrated ecosystem with additional resources which is important in this let's say broad field uh, we are focusing on uh, supporting our clients on the or to gain true industrial performance mm -hmm. in operations. You are right. We are focusing on smart factory and connected supply chain. Yeah? Uh, focusing on industry only located in uh, Central Europe. Um, meanwhile, when we experience that Central Europe is not the most dynamic place on earth, yeah? We get uh, many inquiries from, from a global base, from abroad, mm -hmm. and then hence uh, we are following also our clients. Yeah? We are pretty much um, involved in international consulting business, China, <clears throat> America, Mexico, and here our consultants and ecosystem yeah, went and is going globally. Yeah? Uh, yeah, this year, 2022, we are already in a, in a new uh, period 
will bring a couple of new interesting news for us or for our clients. Yeah. It's the first year when we are acting as a management consultancy on our own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With a new logo, with a new slogan or adjusted slogan. Yeah. Service-wise, we are working on solution on how to combine sustainability and true industrial performance. Yeah. It's not only eco and eco, it's really need to link to performance. And we'll also go on the market with our uh, data-driven value stream design tool, DBSD, which helps a lot to, I mean, bring further this uh, digital transformation for the industry. You know? And uh, yeah, we will also start to market some new interesting concepts on the supply chain analytics, mainly on the risk area. We are all facing currently mm. the problem of lack of parts and strategic risks uh, within the supply chain and that's um, that's a quite interesting and important topic yeah that's what we are doing and uh, can, can i ask uh, i don't know how to ask this but if, if i go on your website and scroll down like there's lots of logos from very well-known german industrial brands other companies like you seem to be winning business in this area of expertise of yours Against quite big competitors, can I say it? Like, yeah. like this, this seems to be a market where you would go up against many of the well-known big brands, and still <clears> you <throat> seem to be quite successful in in getting work. Like, is that is that a correct observation, or <laughs> am I reading too much into this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes we win, sometimes we lose, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, we have a quite good hit rate. Yeah, and one reason might be that all our consultants have a longer bulletproof track record in the area of digitalization, mm -hmm. even prior to the Neonex Foundation, you know, some were even involved in launching this uh, German Industry 4.0 initiatives. So okay. we have uh, quite um, a long and um, uh, experience and bulletproof track record on that. Huh? And uh, meanwhile, I mean, that's also uh, probably in the German market, we have a, a solid library of, uh, let's say, digital use cases, actually, mm -hmm. I, I just count and uh, end up with more than 100 digital uh, industrial use cases, which have been implemented by, by us and by our uh, consultants in the last five years. And that's uh, pretty much um, interesting for our clients that we bring the operational strategy, the digital strategy um, down to shop floor, yeah? uh, shop yeah. floor to implementation. This resulting in practical experience and designing and also implementing. And that's what our clients are highly appreciated. So, the, so you have a clear, there seems to be a clear focus yeah. and operations topics and then a, a depth of, of expertise, which mm, I think that's absolute, probably... That's, absolutely. I mean, we are much smaller as you, as you easily yeah. recognize, but uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, we need to be better. We must deliver better results than the bigger firms. Yeah. And uh, our strategy for this is focus, yeah? mm. focus on quality, yeah? since we only offer what we can really overachieve, we ah, are focusing yeah. on, on, on results, yeah? we are really refusing offers or projects which are not value-adding activities for us or for clients, mm -hmm. just, to, just to sit and uh, bill and clock hours, that's not what we are doing. Um, yeah, on speed, uh, we are focusing on speed since from our point of view, the change management, what is important while um, or during a digital transformation will become harder and harder over time. So that's why uh, we are um, fast and uh, speedy 
and the topic of data centricity. You know? Since uh, this transparency based on big data is part of our DNA and this uh, sometimes um, lead to uh, to open big eyes, but in most cases this will help to to kick off and to run this transformation project quite successful. Yeah. So there seems to be a lot of, of focus and like you seem to have your strategy in place, so to speak, on the on the business side. Can I can I ask in a setting like that, what what role does marketing play for your business development? And I and I don't mean this as a joke. There's lots of consulting firms where the partners, the owners say, oh, we don't even need that much marketing because we have big, like between all of us, we have a good network, reputation is very strong already based on the work we do. So they say it's not that important. Could, how would you say that for, for Neonex? Is, has Mr. Huxle a huge role to play or is it just starting? So can, can you give an indication? I don't know. Yeah, so we believe that as a management consultancy, you could do three things. You could either be big, well-known brand, uh, I think we, we can count them, um, big four and so on. You can spend lots on advertising, which if you'd ask me, I'd love to do, but that's not possible all the time. Um, and then the, the third thing you can do is to clearly position yourself. So have a, a crystal clear position, uh, let, let everyone know what you do exactly in detail. And yeah, as we, as we don't have a big brand right now, uh, we're, we're only starting out on our own. Um, and we don't have the budget or huge advertising spends. That's what we do. Probably can I, can I give one additional comment? Thank you, Noah. But, um, for me, uh, marketing means also brand development yeah? and, uh, <laughs> brand delivers uh, a lot of trust in those, uh, busy time so brand development for me also means trust trust development and this is uh, what what brand delivers you know? and uh, for sure we all know that trust is the basic is the success factor for a running consulting uh, consulting business and from my experience trust results out of two components or two aspects for sure knowledge on second experience uh? and if this is somehow in a, in a good let's say mix and approach, uh, we can we can develop something out of that. That's our concept and strategy, because fortunately or unfortunately, I mean, we have to admit that the consulting, we are data driven, yeah, but we have to admit consulting, it's still, it's still a people business. Yeah? It will, you know, get down and that's what we are trying with the, with this packaging and mm. that we have somehow, standardized approaches and we have all these uh, new social selling activities yeah? uh, but the people and the direct relationship especially when we come to bigger initiatives with top management involvement this becomes really crucial yeah? and the marketing helps to install this branding as based of this business platform for people for our consultants to get somehow independent from individual experts and that's what normally yeah. a, a brand and consulting business tries to do and we do that's a that's a good point has this is there any other additional challenges or requirements now that because you said you're now stepping out from under the umbrella of the the bigger group right but mm -hmm. is, will there be profound changes to the brand or are you just sort of continuing on the trajectory you you already were on no, we, we, we will continue. That's why the, it, it's all remains. Even 
we are pointing even um, <clears throat> or our our planning strategy is even getting more pointed and more focused and that's what we we do that's what we did and this is a continuous um, procedure and process uh. there's no no bigger change uh. it is a continuous um, development uh. Okay. But for sure, uh, as you said, as we we are, yeah, we were founded as a corporate startup. That means, at the beginning, the purpose was to find a way how management consultancy can support producing companies in their digital transformation. Yeah? That was a little bit uh, the big role in the in the group. Yeah? But yeah. you can imagine, as an as an expert driven firm, we were quite uh, good in developing existing leads to projects. Yeah? quite uh, successful with that uh, um, because we were able to convince our our clients the leads with our competencies and, and approach. Uh, that's all fine. Now, five years down the road, we are now independent, as you said, that's fine. And our own, and we need to learn how to master the early stages and step of mm -hmm. customer journey. Yeah? Yeah, the yeah. thing what you can imagine, not easy for engineers and experts. Yeah? So, and here we install programs yeah, to bring these important activities uh, on our daily agenda. Yeah? That's uh, yeah. something what is uh, quite successful. Yeah? And um, yeah, so we bring in this uh, little bit sales uh, knowledge to, to our key people. And uh, fortunately, I, I have to say that the learning curve is quite steep within our team. All smart guys, this helps usually. Yeah? Oh, well, or, well, here's a bit of feedback for you if you want to hear it. I mean, you must be clearly be something doing doing something right because I never heard of the firm. I'll admit previously, and I found it and I found the website by. I think the order of things were, I saw a news article, so PR clearly working somewhere. I'm gonna say it was uh, consulting de a German trade press Facebook. magazine for the yeah. consulting. I think it was there. I don't know. So I saw something there about. Um, your firm expanding its services or hiring someone something like that and then because i didn't know the name i was like okay what's that firm so i clicked and then i was just captivated by the by the website and um i mean i don't want to <laughs> don't want to turn this into an infomercial but if people want to visit the linux website it's really interesting how you you don't even talk about industry photo oh in the headlines but i think you position the firm as the experts for the smart factory i'm Am I repeating that correctly? I don't know. Like I was really, I thought, wow, these these guys really are doing something right in terms of the, like Mr. Hux said, of the positioning and how how sharp it is. Even though clearly there's a lot of things going on underneath, right? The the, the portfolio seems to be and, quite uh, And Flo, I think it's good to point out to the listeners the fact that you know when Thomas was mentioning about trust, the whole thing about trust is the relationship with the unknown. The only knowns are your people. So usually you're building your re relationship reputation management there by and developing trust in your brand. And then yeah. once you have that trust in your brand, when you're doing all the um, media buy-in activities, it just ex expands the whole thing. And thereby, you know, you're transferring your individual reputation and trust into your brand trust. And therefore, like, Strength, strengthening the positioning overall. Yeah, and and I I think it's it's already yeah. it's already working. So, the, the the one thing I wanted to ask about, if if I may, and you can say no to this, is this like a trade secret? But what I what's what's struck me <clears throat> so, so impressive is again referencing the website, like right up above. I think it's even above the folds on some screens. 
you list a couple of services, almost like, like a product company might have products, which I can click into. Like, let's say I want to do a readiness assessment for a certain digital factory capability, and, and you just offer it there, and I can click on it. And for some of those, I can see the prices. I can see, I don't know, this workshop or this sprint project is going to cost X. Um, I hadn't seen that done before in, in the consulting world, especially not in Germany. So can I ask, is that an experiment just still running? Is that successful for you? Or is it like, what, what was the thinking behind it? Maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Probably Noah, Noah can explain a little bit background and then we can also make an yeah. intermediate uh, evaluation. No? <laughs> yeah, happy to do so. Um, yeah, so maybe looking, looking at the market um, for digital transformation consulting, but also mm -hmm. digital transformations in general, I think many companies still don't understand what digitalization can do for them. And it's still like a, a big mist and uh, people yeah. don't know what to expect and how to tackle it. And um, yeah, frankly said, they become really unsure about it. And so we thought, okay, what can we do to make people understand and maybe to even yet take away the fear they might have when thinking about digital transformations. And so we thought it would only be fair to show them what we can do, what they have to bring to the table and what the result for them might be. And this is, this is what we are planning to do or doing with our products. I, I would 100% say it's the exact right strategic choice to make. So I was very impressed with it, but I don't know if you if you are happy with, with how it's working out. I don't know if you... I mean, um, actually, one, one, one additional comment to what, yeah. what Noah just said. I mean, the digital transformation is uh, appears to a long, complex, expensive journey. Yeah? And for mm -hmm. sure, we are pretty much involved in the big uh, group companies' transformation journey. That's all fine, but we try to demystify i mean this kind of digital transformation for the for the uh, smaller medium enterprises and we believe that if we have clear packaging you know first step of the journeys mm. is a, a rather lower um, entry uh, hurdle yeah, that yeah. it may appeal and um, that's why we we developed this concept of come on we have different module and develop your journey according to your mm. speed and to your requirements to you know, get in contact with the with the clients and their uh, business leaders without clear idea. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, coming to your question, how it works out? Yes, it works. Uh, we, it's not that I mean enthusiastic as as we expected at the beginning. You know, marketing people are always enthusiastic, <laughs> um, but we see the traffic. We we can measure the. Um, the duration people are remaining on the page and mm. we have all this fancy analytics behind so that will help us a lot to understand also the clients and the segmentation yeah. and we also gained a couple of let's say smaller project out of out of those initiatives so it's not a significant huge uh, amount of uh, let's say part of our uh, revenues but uh, yeah. it is growing and uh, we all know uh, we are not here in the, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a conservative. You can, you can, you can still optimize, right? It's, it's yeah, just yeah. And I think yeah. to, to the point of the enthusiasm, like I, I really loved it when I saw it, but I would totally buy the argument that your prospects or the client side probably is not even used to buying consulting in this way. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
it's not how I usually put consulting projects are born. Like in some way or form, there might be. Usually, I there is you know, I do some sourcing or some RFP or whatever. Then there's a pilot project, blah blah. So the logical structure in and by itself is the same. But I'm not used to saying to someone telling me, oh, you could do this workshop. Here's what we do with it. This is how long it takes, and this is what it costs. That's not like, on their website, like without me having to talk to them. And so, so I would expect this to become more valuable to you over time as because buyers are clearly getting more used to this type of stuff. Um, we had a conversation with someone else on this podcast a while ago who did a major survey about um, thought leadership consumption and buying habits. And uh, uh, they Isn't said that, that yeah. yeah, that was the, the gross. And they said of the 500 executives they interviewed the senior executives i think one in five was under 35 was between 30 and 35 i'm butchering the numbers but the point being the buyers get also younger so i think you'll you'll meet more and more people who actually appreciate this type of mm-hmm. go-to-market um over sure. time yeah sure. and and i mean this is how consulting works since 100 years i mean get in your fancy car to the client have a big meeting and write down a flip chart and start a woohoo show and at the end you offer uh, uh, a nice proposal but that's i mean not very effective and i mean yeah. you need this kind of let's say interactive and comprehensive let's say uh, project design for for complex initiatives totally agree but for many let's say other standardized project we can we can shortcut it and that's what we are trying to make also time wise cost wise um, getting a more effective consulting approach yeah that is i find that to be a perfect place to to almost leave it ash i don't know if you have any more questions no, left. i think you know i think you actually you know directed the conversation really well here so it was yeah i feel i feel like you know you've basically gone down the entire pipeline so slightly easier for, for me than you because we did part of the prep in german so just so the <laughs> yeah, listeners yeah. are clear final question mr mr axel mr Robach. If, if people wanted to like we we link to your website in the show notes if people want to see it and check it out i i know um Schaffen has an english website as well anything else you'd like to point people to or something interesting you're working on uh let us know here I mean, this uh, this new website design, neonex, www.neonex.de. Uh, here you can double check Noah's uh, performance. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we continue. We we appreciate your feedback on that. Feel free make any comments. It's easy to to contact us. Feel free to get connected. Um, I know uh, Germans normally not not very good networkers. We we are a little bit uh, exception, hopefully. So uh, let's let's try to um, get connected and develop something which delivers more benefit to our clients. Huh? Would appreciate. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much for your time. And um, that was that was a great uh, insight into. A firm that's actually innovating around these these go-to-market questions. So, Mr. Robert, Mr. Axel, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I wish you a happy Friday, good weekend, eventually, and and best of success with the continued spin-off or whatever the right word is from the the departure from under the brand umbrella and, and setting out on your own. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Unbillable Hours. If you want more, tune in next week. You know where to find us.